concludes another episode of Zone of Truth, a glimpse behind the curtain of making pot rod. Grab your cups, settle in, because we're bringing the tea. Hello everyone, Evan here. Just a bit of caution as you head into the zone today. One of our lovely hosts had some microphone issues in today's recording. We have tried to clean it up as much as we could. Shortly after this a new microphone was obtained. Hopefully this is the most dangerous part of the zone you will ever encounter. Please keep your arms and legs inside the zone at all times. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome to Zone of Truth. First one back after our little bit of a break from Blue and Row and all that lovely jazz. Absolutely. Welcome back to Zone of Truth. We are back. And let me tell you, it is a little weird to be back. (laughs) It sure is. We struggled a little bit to get into the mindset. So I'm glad we started off with a little fun, not so heavy episode. We've been working on, on other things, as you guys know, over the summer. And those things are all great and have been a lot of fun. And we like them a lot, but we were always coming back to Lou and Roe. And when we sat down today to start recording, I literally said, I feel like I don't even know how to start this. <laughs> like <laughs> I, The Haven Brooks we've done have been so kind of structured and small little two episode things where coming back to this, I was like, how do we do podcast again? unsure (laughs) but i think we got there we got there it just took a minute yes yes we did just took a bit Mm -hmm. and we're back in shipshaven we're not back in we're to shipshaven which is amazing yes yes it is we're finally here you all will have noticed that we sort of did a little time skip from where we left off we decided that we would give ourselves about a week and then we would be in shipshaven the overall journey to Shipshaven, I think, was supposed to be about eight days from where we started, if I yeah. remember right. Yep. And it just got so sidetracked. So there's. <laughs> do we want to say how we feel like we got here or do we want to save that? I think we should not tell everybody until it pops out. OK, perfect. Because there is a deep, dark secret that no one knows yet, except for you, Natasha. Except for me. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we're here. We did say in the episode that we got here via magic, which Mm -hmm. is true. But, you know, we just had some stuff to tie up at the end. And we wanted to give our characters the space to have gotten that done. Yep. But then to get to what our goal is so that our story can keep moving forward. We didn't want to end up. Look, the Beaver Towns took a whole half a season. Yes, <laughs> they did. Those motherfucking Beaver Towns. Except yes. for it's still not as bad as our, our Sunday game where I felt like we'd never leave that town. I didn't mind it, but that's because it's my town, so I didn't I like it. But I yeah, I we it's been a long time in those couple towns and I just wanted to make sure we got where we were going. To keep the story going. Like, it's fun to see all these extra things and experience this stuff. But I feel if we would have hit, like, a couple more towns, it probably would have been, like, another couple months before we made it to Shipshaven. Right. And so we just didn't want to do that. We wanted to move the story forward, like you said. And this was the easiest way to do that. So, time skip. 
and here we are, and here's Shipshaven, and uh, we also sort of split it up between Merchant and Scholar Districts. Mm-hmm. I had Merchant. Sam has Scholar control over Scholar, so that's kind of why it felt a little me just saying a lot <laughs> this episode. Because we uh, broke it up. Yes, we did. To make it easier, because Shipshaven is big. Yes. It's not a beaver town. Beaver towns are small. Yes. Shipshaven is a full-on city. hmm I have a whole bunch of, of NPCs created for us to possibly meet along the way. And then the two things that Sam talked about immediately were not places I had fully fleshed out. <laughs> and I had no NPCs for them. Do you ever have anything I talk about fleshed out? Probably not. Yeah, so that was an interesting little curveball. And then I was like, screw you, I'm going to use one of the NPCs I have already anyway. And that's how you met Thrash, who was fun. But I decided in about a moment what that voice was. And then being faced with another hippo man mm-hmm. uh, in his husband, Durgan, I didn't want to have Natasha talking to Natasha. And I didn't want to have to do that voice twice or try to have to differentiate between the two. I could have tried to give Durgan like a really mousy voice or something too, but I just didn't want to. So, so he's mute. <laughs> so Which works out great. Just have to talk to Thrash. <laughs> so thoughts on the episode? How did you like it? Did you have fun? It is interesting that I feel like there is a weird tension in the air with these characters now. But yes, I feel like there is too. And there there wasn't before, but I also think we hit on it a little bit during the dinner that Ro is feeling very, it seems like from, from Lou's perspective, from Natasha's perspective, Ro is feeling very, we're here to do this thing, but when we find out what this says, we can't go back. Right. It's kind of like, uh, we don't know what, lies ahead so let's take the time to spend with each other because we almost lost each other and take the moment to experience life because i mean once we go down this path there's no turning back right and i think that's part of what's weighing on everybody we're doing some serious shit herschel's been a bit in a funk anyway ever since veronique and that whole thing but he's got other things also on his mind. He's really been faced with the fact that he thought he could have possibly had a good connection with Yursa and now she's a god. And and what that means or doesn't mean or how small is he and not feeling like he's that great at anything, which he also mentioned today. So he's kind of in a little bit of a funk, but he We'll probably get out of it because Mopey is less fun for me to play. (laughs) Yep. I got a new kitten, everybody. And he. Hi, new kitten. Is Brennan Lee Meowligan, and he's very rambunctious and talkative. And that is the cutest name I have ever heard for a kitty ever. Yeah. And 
He's actually been very good and hasn't bothered me at all this whole recording. So I'm actually quite surprised because last time we tried to do anything, he was like crawling all over you, batting your my mic, yeah, microphone, and he was literally like that yesterday. So <laughs> this was just good timing, I think. He was sleepy, a sleepy boy, and didn't harass us too much. So yeah. How are you feeling about the episode? I liked it. It was a fun little segue into it. Got us to have a little fun, be a little silly, be a little zany before we get into the deep, deep things. Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, Ro is at that precipice where things happened and he's trying to keep everyone happy because he knows the minute he stops being happy, he's just going to break down because it's been a lot. He's never mm-hmm. had this much stuff right. go on before, and it's mentally taxing on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot. There's been a lot. And his little moment of absolute sweetness of don't know what I'd do without these two was also a little sad because it made me think a little bit about where Ro could have ended up if he hadn't met Lou. Somebody who was just immediately willing to go along with his whatever this was. Mm-hmm. On one hand, it it might have been easier to go as a single person, but it honestly, along the way, he's also had to learn lessons like don't be too flashy with your clothes and things like that, where it could have ended up pretty bad for him. Exactly. And that is, I think, one of the reasons why everything working out with because you guys gibber him figure things out yeah good stuff and i'm excited to see where this goes i have i have some things that i have planned or in my back pocket but i don't know what sam has in his plans or back pocket for the rest of the season um, uh honestly i think i'm gonna ride your coattails because i sucked up the first half of the season I think we'll get what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And then I think from there we'll go towards that goal. But I think more along the lines of whatever happens will be you taking the reins, basically, I think is the way that I have it so that we can have Lou shine a little bit. Okay. And also, I think fostering like their relationships and stuff. Interesting. We'll see how it goes. I know what my plans are. I am not sure about the middle of how we get from where we are to that. (laughs) Yeah, I think I don't even know. I haven't even planned what prophecy part to be deciphered is yet. So, okay. (laughs) You're going to have to figure that out quick, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a mystery for us to solve. And it just dawned on me that we've actually been doing this for quite a long time that I probably should have known what was going in, but I also didn't want that to sway my decisions. Okay. So I didn't want foreknowledge that may have made me try to make different choices. Sure. Fair. I think at this point it's close enough to where I don't think I could screw anything up. Excited to see where it goes. There's honestly been some stuff where I had a background, a loose background for Lou. And over the summer I've kind of been delving further into that and what she has been up to the last few years so i have some more of that stuff kind of there 
another reason why I dug into that a bit further is partly because Rose got a very interesting, very magic-y thing, and I felt like I just didn't have enough <laughs> for Lou. But also because we're going to have our first guest star. And that's, that's super exciting. exciting. Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah. So we are going to be getting to that soon. And in theory, that'll be our next episode. We'll mm-hmm. have a guest on it. And the guest is from Lou's Past. Ooh. Very excited about it. But I had to sort of delve further into okay, I didn't previously know I knew this person. And how did we meet? And what did that whole relationship look like? What did we right. do? So that plus the stuff I was already doing, I've got a bunch more stuff about her past that I know. And a bit about the present that she doesn't know. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to get somebody else in here and see how they enjoy (laughs) playing with us yeah and having it be such a open sandbox kind of situation where it's really literally just improv just ripping off each other with loose boundaries (laughs) very loose boundaries you know what we can talk about So everybody, we have enjoyed having you here on the Stone of Truth. We love telling you guys what's going on behind the scenes and where our thoughts are at and where things might be headed. Yes. Things like that. We love doing that so much. But we have decided that we are going to move Zone of Truth from the regular podcast over to Patreon. Yes. We are still going to have, I believe, one-ish more zone of truths after this that will be on the regular podcast yes we'll have the one with our guest star on it available on there and then after that we are going to move it over to the patreon yeah but don't panic it's going to be free still we just want to separate like zone of truth from our podcast if you love listening to us i'd say travel over there check it out absolutely like you said, free. And then we're working on what those tiers are going to look like for the Patreon. But if you just go subscribe for free, you'll get these Zone of Truths yes. ongoing. And then we can basically just have more real content. Don't forget to tell everyone to go to patreon.com slash potrod. Yes. Yes. And that was our overall goal in the beginning is to keep it separate. But, yeah. you know. You just have to get there. You have to work towards it. <laughs> correct. Correct. And we're slowly getting. Yeah. We're getting there eventually. We've been working on some other stuff. We got a logo that we're using for kind of like a a watermark and that we can try making some merch out of. Yeah. So we're trying to get to all the things. <laughs> Branching out and doing new things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you also don't follow us on Instagram, do that. That will give you a little bit more insight into what's going on and fun updates and just all around fun things. Absolutely. Email is always still there. And yeah, you can message us 
on Instagram as well. And I don't know if there's any other crazy things that we need to update people on. I don't think so either. Short and sweet episode. I feel like it's almost too short. So now I'm going to do what I do best and I'm going to lengthen it out. Have we ever talked about favorite characters? I think we probably Mm. have. Maybe. Should we talk about... I just had a character in a one shot and I'm like, do I want to talk her up because she's fun? Who's your favorite NPC in Pot Rod so far? My favorite one so far? God. I liked all of them. I think they're all pretty fun. But I am going to have to say my favorite is also your favorite because I wouldn't have done what I did to her unless I thought she was amazing. Yursa. Yeah, Yursa. I honestly had sort of forgotten about her as an NPC when I asked the question. And I was like, who's my favorite? And I'm trying to think of all the weird little quirky things that I've... (laughs) put out there and then it's like oh no it's yursa like <laughs> yep yursa that's how you're like yeah we were talking about this before well dang it she tried to lengthen it didn't out. i know who's the favorite i mean you haven't played a bunch more characters but you've played a couple more characters since probably the last time we've talked about it do you have a favorite character that you've played or that you just want to Talk about how cool they are. I really like Zev right now. That is my character in our Sunday game. I liked all the other characters that I created, but I think because I'm playing long term, I think I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. He's got a Disney princess style theme with him where he can talk to animals and his bread and butter is talking to the elements, even though like shouldn't talk back, which they don't. But he talks to them and asks them for help, and that's how he gets them. And just the fact that he's gone from being like the sweet farm boy almost into a bit more of a different he got jaded style. very quickly. <laughs> yeah. And it only got worse once we met the witch and we gave up things. There's consequences for what everybody gave up, and it's, it has changed him from what he was originally. So. I mean, he's still optimistic and nice, but instead of trying to go out and help people in the world, it's more like he has a mission now. Like his mission is he's a bard hexblade warlock and he has a sword and that sword has a mission and he's going to stick to that mission because he is the eighth wielder of this weapon. As being the eighth wielder of this weapon, he has big shoes to fill. So he's trying to to do that versus the I only take it out when I need it because I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. Now it's a I have a clear cut mission that I need to help you and mm-hmm. use it for for good, which yeah. is pretty fun. I did find that our last Sunday session, it was very hard to not be thinking through everything. It was it's our first time really out and not in High Laurel, which is the town anymore which is where i said goodbye to my previous character and it's been hard going out to these places to not think as that character and to think as my current character so that's been an interesting little struggle but i think that 
I'm just going to talk her up because she's fun and I don't know if I'll ever get to play her again. But on our another game I play, we had a two shot basically that is the Golden Vault missions, heists. Okay. And it was just the first one of those. And we all had very interesting, weird characters. And I think that's part of why I like the characters so much is there were so many other weird characters to sort of vibe off of. But she's a half-orc named Rivelsa. And I couldn't decide when I looked up AI art for her. I couldn't decide between two pictures, so I decided both. So normally she's kind of a little on the gaunt side for a half-orc. But because she does a lot of disguising, because... That's just her deal. And she has a background as an entertainer in the basically like a like a pro wrestler <laughs> that she does disguises and costumes. And her main costume is very she basically goes out and drag because she's a bard is a bit of a smooth talker, even though she by all rights should not be. She's got a fun accent. And I used the same character creator that I used for Botrod to make her. And oh, I think that's nice. part of it. <laughs> because it's been so long since we made our characters that it was fun to kind of do that again and be rolling a new character. And there's a bunch of information on there that, especially because she was just for a one shot, I will never need to know. I don't need to know how many brothers and sisters she has. I don't know how need to know how she grew up. Stuff like that. But that stuff, it's on the little <laughs> form thingy that I use. So I know it. I think it makes me know her a little better kind of immediately. Not that well. I never know my characters that well. <laughs> but it's been it's been fun to visit that again. and makes me think that we should do, I don't know. More, more random characters, more often. I, I'm okay with that. I like that idea. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Lou and Ro. But just maybe just for fun. I know you have that really cool deck that you used to make Ro. Yes. And I feel like you should just, I don't know, every make once in a while, character. just make a new character because it's fun. It is. I think I have a million because like making them, but to be fair, 95% of them are sorcerers. So I are stick what? to it. Our sorcerers. Uh, I stick to what I know, but I want to try to make something different. That's kind of why I think I chose Warlock and Bard. I played a Bard in a level 20 campaign, but that was it. I'm M. Jibber. And then I have never used one again. When you decided to go Warlock Bard, I was like, freaking Warlock again. <laughs> well, I did a different one this time because I like the idea of a Bard, but our party is not made up enough to... We're not fighters, and our DM wants to kill us. <laughs> I'm a paladin. So I have it in my head that I needed to make my character stronger. So I can still buff, but I can protect myself. And that's why I multi-class now. So I think that's that, and I think that's probably... I won't drag this out any longer. <laughs> I just wanted to... I don't know. It felt weird to come back to Zone of Truth and be like, hey, 
we're moving zone of truth and we're only yeah. going to talk to you for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah yeah it did feel a little weird but i, I honestly we missed you guys miss lou and roe yeah don't get me wrong i really like havenbrook but i do think that havenbrook could kind of just be its own thing i agree 100 percent. yeah I like the format of it, too, where it's kind of just a couple session. Yeah. You get through the story sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But again, that's very different than D&D. Correct. So if anyone is interested in that, please let us know. And we will look into possibly being absolutely insane and doing something with Havenbrook. Yeah. For right now, I think we're going to stick with Pot Rod and do that here and if we have any sort of Havenbrook stuff it'll probably be on the Patreon. Um guys you still haven't told them to go to patreon.com slash pot rod Yeah. That'd be like a little dessert a little a little nosh Yeah and a little amuse-bouche mm-hmm. Also in a similar vein because I'm absolutely insane and I was like we can't just have one new narrative RPG. I made another one. So at some point we could also delve into that. I think we need to do a one shot of that, to be honest with you. But I think that should be October. October content. Okay. You know what? That's fair. So that one, if you want to be on the lookout for October at some point, there might be something like that. I don't know if it'll be here, if it'll just be on the Patreon or what exactly we're going to do. Right. With that, but that is going to be called Murder in Maplewood. It's basically taking the wholesomeness of Havenbrook and that sort of a setting, but making it murder. <laughs> yep. I th- even put on Instagram one of my guilty pleasure favorite things is a cozy murder mystery. I love nothing more than a quaint little town where somebody has been murdered and people who have no business looking into a murder or trying to solve it. <laughs> yes. I absolutely love Miss Marple. And I think you've mentioned Agatha Raisin. I think that was my favorite one because I binged that whole series in like a week. Yeah. And uh, like Murder, She Wrote. Yes. All of those. That sort of a thing is the sort of vibe that Murder in Maplewood is all about because yes i love them honestly some of my favorite i know more books than i do shows like that because that is my guilty pleasure kind of book as well i like a lot of murder mystery to start with but sometimes things are a little too serious and whatever or you read something that's a little too deep or earth shattery or like icky (laughs) and then a little quaint cozy murder mystery with a bumbling cute tea shop owner or whatever is the ticket. Cute little fluff that I can just fill my days with. I'll eat that up for days. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that and trying that out. Got a little bit different mechanics than Havenbrook. Not crazy different, but a couple new little tweaky things given the murder aspect. So yes. Yeah, so look out for that. Look out for more information about the Patreon and what we're all going to put on there. It's like they can't even hear me. Patreon.com slash pot rod.
Go there and tell them Evan sent you. Any other thing? Check out our Instagram. Email us. You guys know. <laughs> yes. Do the things. Uh, oh, yeah. We are doing a race to a thousand on our Instagram where every milestone hundred mark we make we'll be doing a dice giveaway yeah absolutely right now i think we aren't crazy close to one no we're not we're at 231 right now so if you share our instagram get a bunch of people in there we will do a dice giveaway Mm -hmm. and that is mostly us but also we are exploring cool new things like a partnership with a great company called d20 collective yes and what the dice set that you'll be getting for the giveaway is one of the many sets that i have purchased from them they are a great company when you order the mystery sets they keep track of what you've gotten so you'll never get the same dice twice which is actually quite fun and it makes for a reason to keep buying mystery sets because i know when you buy the ones at the stores you're always like oh am i gonna get the same set and you do and you're like well that sucked that kind of took away the whole fun aspect of it well now you don't have to worry about that with them and remember you can get discount by using party of two at the checkout collect.com so that's pretty fun their affiliate code get some dice get some new cookie clackies Yes, we love us some clicky-clackies. Boy, do we. Mm-hmm. I would love to take a picture of all the dice that I have, but I'm ashamed. So it will never happen. <laughs> I understand. I feel like you guys can sort of get an idea for that on our Instagram. We have taken pictures of our world-building setups, and both of us have several sets of dice that we're using. And these are just pot rod dice. Yes. It is, Those ones are exclusive to Pot Rod, and then yeah. all of my other characters have a set of dice. Yeah. The yellow ones I got from Dyke 20 Collective, so those ones are pretty fun. And then the other ones I've gotten from random places. The large, chunky one is from Hasbro. It's from an action figure. And then the Obsidian one I got from an exclusive for doing a Kickstarter. So okay. it's a real Obsidian Die 20. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of mine are... Literally just the very cheap acrylic dice that come in a bag of like 30 sets. But when we originally designed our artwork, the colors are very purple, pink, yellow. Yellow. So I very specifically chose those colors for my dice. And they have been working great. Yes. Specifically the pinks. I love the hell out of the pinks, which are my Lou dice. The yellows are my Herschel dice, and then the purple are my I can't possibly just have two sets of dice dice. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, use our Party of Two code to get 10% off at a die 20 collect. Yes. Do it today. (laughs) Love to support them. They have good stuff. Yes. Um, They have some accessories that aren't just dice if you're looking into dice towers or things like that too so yeah yeah i just got their wooden dice tower recently during a purchase wonderful things that i bought and then uh, they do update their collections regularly they also have a wonderful clearance section 
So go in, hop in, check it out, and then use Party of Two at the checkout to get 10% off your entire purchase. And Great. I think that's, that's it. I don't, I don't think I have to spew out any more things. I don't think I do either. Thank you guys all for listening so much. We love yes. you. And we do love you. Uh, Share us with your friends. Yes. And give us a rating. We would love to shout out some people who are doing the ratings. Check out our Patreon. And come back next week for sure. Because we're very excited to have our surprise guest. Yes. We are super excited. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. We love you. We miss you. Bye. Bye. Did they just leave? They did. They just walked away without telling you how to get to the Patreon. Well, I guess it's all good. I think it's still under construction. When any of you do get there, tell them Evan was your guide. Evan gave you the map because he wants his listeners to survive a trek through the jungles of the internet. Patreon.com slash if you have any questions that you're burning to know the answers to, send them to us at joinpartyof2 at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at joinpartyof2. That is the number two. Look for new episodes of Party of Two Roll of the Dice every Friday. As always, thanks for listening. Bye! We love you! Mwah.